Hello everybody, this is Curtis from Tremble letting you know that we are brought to you by Shudder. Shudder is the horror movie streaming service that brings you all the latest and greatest that horror has to offer. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can use TremblePod, that's T-R-E-M-B-L-E-P-O-D, when you sign up for an account. This will give you a free 30-day trial on us, so you can check it out for yourself. With that said, let's get on with this week's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tremble, the horror movie podcast. I'm yours, Chris. With me, as always, is Stephen Taylor. How are you two doing? Pretty good. Doing good. Yeah, this is this is a momentous double recording, in my opinion. <laughs> well, um, especially given my my online name. Well, it's like <laughs> I was planning these things out. I'm like, we're gonna do the Love Witch and Tammy and the T Rex. I'm like. But I can't, like, torture Steve too much. I have to give him a reprieve. <laughs> so I was like, well, we can do a Sam Raimi double feature. That'll that'll ease the pain of having to watch Tammy and the T-Rex. So I, I can promise 100% less vitriol this week. <laughs> <laughs> Funny um... enough, the Tammy and the T-Rex one, like, got a good amount of attention. And I'm like, no, that is bizarre. Because, like, we do stuff that I'm like... Oh, people should people really love this episode or really love this movie, and then it just falls on deaf ears. And then Tammy and the T Rex is something you all love, so I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. Yeah, I I mean, I believe my critique still stands, but yeah, there is a (laughs) there is a fucking an absolute fan base for this movie, and you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not, you know, there's there's no gatekeeping allowed. Yeah. Uh, in in my opinion anymore because like if you like shit you like shit like yeah i i can't slam that i can just say what i think personally <laughs> well <laughs> steve people love a train wreck so <laughs> it's true it's very true i uh i, I wouldn't be surprised if the number of people who like tammy and the t-rex there's a direct correspondence with the number of people who smoked weed and watched tammy and the t-rex <laughs> <laughs> uh, see but like for me no amount of weed like saved it you know what i mean unless it's gonna put me under yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know i just uh, this just wasn't enough for me i'm not saying you have to smoke weed to enjoy tammy <laughs> the t-rex but i'm just saying it wouldn't surprise me if there's a very direct course li- correlation between the two <laughs> if you do some opioids this movie might <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah. Controversy follows. <laughs> but yeah, we're here to talk about two Sam Raimi movies, uh, and probably two of the most well regarded Sam Raimi movies. Not like a lot of his movies aren't. I mean, I'm guessing I'm looking at you, James Franco, Wizard of Oz movie that I've already forgotten about up until now. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean dude's making a comeback in a major way with uh Doctor Strange and the multiverse yes. of madness, so or, or, or there's also the movies in his in his filmography that we forget about, yes. um, like like his crime noirs, like uh, like a simple plan. Mm-hmm. People totally forget about that one, but it's fucking amazing, and it's also got Bill Paxton, so like gold seal of approval there. Dark but man. like the gift, people forget to sleep on that one. Like there's so many different ones where he went outside of his wheelhouse to do it. Yeah, and um, I, I mean. You when when you talk about directors that are so that are very eclectic, mm-hmm. Sam Raimi's name always kind of gets left out of the conversation, which it really shouldn't because any guy can that can make the 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 horror that is when you watch it, you're like I just watched a Sam Raimi film and I know it. 
and then all the other different films he he did, like three Spider-Man movies. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's such a weird career, and especially one that started in like being kind of directly tied to the Coen brothers as well. It's very very fascinating. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. I mean, I've been a fan of his work for a long time. I mean, not just Evil Dead, but like yeah, Dark Man. Mm-hmm. Um, also do spider-man i mean yeah i mean the guy does great work uh absolutely have you heard of uh you know josh rubin the guy that did uh scare me and uh werewolves within yeah he has like kind of like an internet campaign because he wants to do dark man oh that's awesome yeah i think like we just need i think you just need sam's endorsement and push on it and ghost house maybe to get the rights or something and then we get another Dark Man movie. I would only... Werewolves. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say Werewolves Within. Was that the that came out recently? The yes. one with the the guy who's like a ranger who goes to that town. And... Yes. Yeah, I, I really. I, thought it was great. I I also thought that was great. Also, see, I feel like he would do a really good job with the Sam Raimi film because that mm-hmm. the atmosphere of that movie and the the kind of like almost goofiness uh, was very reminiscent of Sam Raimi in a way. Yeah, so absolutely. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I will I only take Darkman reboot if they cast Liam Neeson as Durant. No, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, I tweeted something about because I was just kind of looking at. I think I was looking at the IMDb page for the third movie, which is hilariously called uh, "Die Darkman Die," <laughs> um, because it was like Darkman, Darkman Two, Return of Durant, and then Die Darkman Die, and it was Arnold Vosloo that plays. Darkman in those movies and I think the villains like Jeff Fahey or something yeah um but I'm like they should do a multiverse Darkman movie with Liam Neeson Arnold Vosloo and the, a new guy playing Darkman go for it I mean they're doing that with Blue's Clues so it's expensive. yeah why not <laughs> <laughs> Blue's what? Clues leads the way yeah they're making like the Spider-Man No Way Home version of Blue's Clues with like all the hoes coming back for some big crossover movie oh my goodness <laughs> The Paramount Plus is just, I mean, they've been in such a, a, like, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. Paramount Plus is all over the place right now. They were, like, firing off some emails this week, and I was, like, trying to keep up with them. And, like, half the stuff, I was like, I don't know. But I did say that they, or did see that they announced a new Beavis and Butthead show. Yes. And they gave the, the movie a name, Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe, which I'm like, all right, <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't need to know anything else. Nope. Oh, God. Bring it on. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, Army of Darkness. Uh, <laughs> Going from Beavis and Butthead to Army of Darkness. Yeah, it's a it's a hard switch, but not really. Yeah, uh, it's 90s. You can pick I think we, sh- I think we share the same audience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you don't enjoy Beavis and Butthead, um, I don't know what to say. But Yeah. I don't know. Ain't no friend of mine. No, no. Uh, but what is Army of Darkness about? Well, Ash is transported back to medieval days where he is captured by the dreadful Lord Arthur, uh, aided by the deadly chainsaw that has become his only friend. Ash is sent on a perilous mission to recover the Book of the Dead, a powerful tome that gives its owner the power to summon an army of ghouls. And, yeah. I mean, this movie just fucks. This movie's great. <laughs> yeah, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely agree. Uh, and rewatching it, I'm like, man, this movie just goes like there's no mm-hmm. like it's a, not a long movie. I think it's just like around an hour and a half. 
but it crams in so much in that time. It's just fantastic. Oh, exactly. And there is little, there's no drag to this movie whatsoever. It moves beat to beat to beat. It takes chances, like bold chances. It, it, I mean, it's reminiscent of Harryhausen animation styles. Like it's, it does yeah. so much stuff, uh, both original, both uh, and homages and and crowd pleasing. And yeah, I there's there's just honestly not enough good to be said about. Uh, there, there's just so much good to be said about this movie. It's just so great. Yeah, um, but let's talk about the first time we watched this. Uh, Steve, why don't you start us off? When was the first time you watched this movie? Oh my god, I, this has to be not too long after release. I, I the, the thing is, I, I've seen it now. I've seen it so many times that I've lost track mm-hmm. of when that first time was. I saw it before the Evil Dead movies, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, this was my introduction. Uh, definitely, this is the sa- that's the same kind of thing for me. Like I watched this before I saw the Evil Dead movies, so. Um, yeah, uh, I remember the first time I watched this movie too, because my mom had a friend and we would go over to her, her friend's house and they had, she had like some kids and they were a little bit older than me and they, they owned a copy of this movie on VHS. And I remember it just come out on VHS. Like it hadn't been out that long and they threw it on and I was just like, Whoa, this movie's awesome. Uh, I was also scared, which is funny looking back at it now because I don't think this movie is overly scary. Um, but when you're as young as I was, I'm like, oh, uh, wait, what? What's going on? Why is she a witch now? What's going on? I have no idea. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was back in the day when, you, you know, it was so easy to get VHS as I think, you know, kids got uh, sort of subjected to stuff a lot earlier than they otherwise would. So. Um, what about you, Taylor? What was the first time you watched Army of Darkness? Um, I feel like I might have mentioned this in when we uh, covered Evil Dead uh, earlier uh, in our episodes as well. But when I was in middle school in my broadcast media class, we had an assignment where we had to make, it, I think they just called it a clip video. Like essentially the teacher was just like, all right, take a bunch of clips from movies and put them all together with a like random song in the background or something mm. and i i think it was me and one other of my group members that were like let's do horror movie clips and army of darkness was one of the movies that we pulled clips from specifically anytime where like an evil deadite witch looking lady was yelling at the screen and the wind was flowing our hair back like i specifically remember pulling those clips out uh, and I'm pretty sure the song we used was Down With The Sickness by Disturbed as the background <laughs> music, which I think at the end mostly just made people um, laugh when we played our video for them instead of <laughs> giving that, you know, horror feeling. Um, but yeah, so that was my first experience with Army of Darkness was watching it for uh, so I could pull out clips of scary looking witches, essentially. Um it, but it is funny because this movie, yeah, this movie isn't necessarily like over the top horror horror. It's more like action adventure kind of in the in the way that it makes you feel as you follow Ash through everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, still, still so good. So that was my first experience. That way back in like middle a, school. It sounds like a very like early days of YouTube kind of project like just putting oh, like yeah. socks on top of clips that seems like something i was watching in youtube like in 2008 or something like that 
100%. I would not be surprised if my teacher got that idea from the internet and was just like, oh, this would make a great assignment for my students. Yeah, 100%. Uh, okay, got a couple emails here. Rob asked a question that I don't think anyone really truly wants to answer, which is, do you prefer Evil Dead 2 or Army of Darkness? Ooh. Both great. I feel... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I feel like I can answer this specifically because I'm a little biased against things that take place in the past. <laughs> I don't know why, but like historical things, I'm more of a sci-fi person than a fantasy person. And so if it takes place in the past, I'm always like, eh, eh but what if it was in the future instead? Like, uh, I have remember reading about the original ending, I believe, for this movie, Army of Darkness, where... Um, ash goes into the future like apocalyptic london at one point and i was like very upset that we also didn't get that one because that would have been amazing mm -hmm. uh, I, this is a tough call to make this is like asking somebody like what like do you prefer hamburger or hot dog like they're both great mm -hmm. i love them both for different reasons i think if i had to choose I guess I kind of have to. Uh, I would say I prefer Evil Dead 2 more just because it it feels more in line with like the iconography I have in my mind for the franchise. Um, you know, as cool as Army of Darkness is, it feels almost like a side quest. I mean, don't get me mm -hmm. wrong, it's really great, but like when I think of Evil Dead, I think of, yeah, Cabin in the Woods and, like, Ash mm -hmm. just, like, struggling with, like, very much odds against him. And this, like, he's got the help of the army and sure, you know, ultimately doesn't really help as much as you think. But still, I, I think, like, the struggles of Ash and, like, the iconography kind of eke out Evil Dead 2 a bit for me. Although, I'd say it's pretty much a dead tie between the two of them. Well... And the interesting thing about this movie is this movie goes from the final dude horror trope to being like the the bigger than life hero. Mm -hmm. mm. Like this this is the this is the gear change for the yeah. character. Um and I, I love Evil Dead, the the original and, 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 and all the all that was built from it, and I love Dead by Dawn. Like I really, really do. Um but there's so much tied to Army of Darkness that changed the way that I perceive movies, that I take movies in. I mean, this was one of the first move, one of the first movies in my memory, like besides like maybe Apocalypse Now or, or Blade Runner, where they were toying with different cuts and stuff like that in different versions of the movie, and where I really got into the iconography of that, and 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 where I started going on the internet and looking up, like in the beginnings of the internet of looking up um different versions and and oh this one this one in japan's different or this one's in, mm. in italy is has the different ending has the the post-apocalyptic ending oh this one has the smart ending like we're usually used to theatrically and stuff and yeah a lot of it and, and production stuff and everything kind of just kind of lends back to to the army of darkness mm. yeah this is this is the movie where he becomes the king he does yeah. hail to the king baby yeah i mean also too it's like both movies have such great one-liners like it's kind of hard to yeah remember. honestly when when it comes to a favorite line this i was dreading this episode because i'm just going to be like this just i would just gesture towards sam raimi's entire script <laughs> the best line is the entire script 
Yeah, I, there's so like I talk along with this movie. Yeah, I know it so fucking well. I think I mean Evil Dead Two and this like you know the lines verbatim. Like yeah, you don't need uh, an IMDb quote page up or anything. Like no. I could watch this movie. I know exactly what lines are coming up and when. That doesn't happen that often with movies, but like I just know when we're reaching those landmarks in this movie, which is fantastic. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it's like asking to choose. It's it's a really tough call between Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. Honestly, I'd say, you know, I'm going to be like that girl in the taco commercial. Why not both? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. I, I mean, my my answer could change from day to day. It could be good ash, bad ash. I'm the one with the gun. Yeah. Could be, yeah, maybe, well, you got a hell of a lot ugly. Um, or I don't think, I'm paraphrasing that one, obviously. Um, there's there's so many so many great lines in this one. I do think like my favorite line of the entire franchise is when like the dead eyes like I'll swallow your soul, swallow your soul, and then Ash just like swallow this, just shoots. It. Yeah. Like I don't know why, but that one always just sticks with me. Like just swallow this, boom, it's great. Yeah, and I mean this this is this is where. This is where we put Bruce on the pedestal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, at least me personally. Again, saying that I discovered Army of Darkness first. Um, also, because Army of Darkness was the was more wild, widely released, I think. Was more uh, readily available. And mm-hmm. because it wasn't really a horror film, it, it kind of it, it kind of was able to, to reach into different genres and have a broader appeal. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, kids got to rent this one a lot more than they would have got to rent Evil Dead. Mm. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> okay. Uh, next uh, uh, email is from Angel. Angel says, Army of Darkness is one of my favorite movies of all time, horror otherwise. The humor, the action, the practical effects, all top notch. I've seen it dozens of times since the 90s and will watch it multiple more times until the grave takes me. <laughs> yeah. Um, well stated, Angel. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I think uh, until the grave takes me. And you never know; you might even wake up afterwards and be able yeah. to watch it as a deadite. Yeah, yeah. We can be friends with 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 a letter like that. We can be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, you know, not to be like too morose, Angel, but you're on your deathbed. You're like, uh, excuse me. But on the screwhead edition of Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> of Army of Darkness. I, I mean, I, again, not to get too morose, but I think I will, anyways. Is that I, had to, <laughs> I had to visit a friend of mine who was in uh, hospice, like it was on his way out. And the first thought I had when I entered his room is they had Shrek playing on. And I'm like, this guy could die any minute. He's going to die with Shrek in the background. Yeah. Like, damn. It's like, oh, it it's like, you, well, it's like you being on your deathbed and someone puts on Jason goes to hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's the equivalent, right? Am yeah. I... <laughs> or probably that Rosie O'Donnell movie where she plays someone that's mentally. Oh my God. Her. What movie is that called too? Oh, I know exactly which one you're talking about. I just remember the bus scene. Yes. That's always that always gets played, and it's like a it's like a famous actress that that directed that movie. It's like Diane Keaton or somebody that made yeah. that movie. It's and it's like what the fuck were you thinking? What were the what like I I can't even fathom what you were thinking. Riding the bus Me. with my sister. You oh, know, that's the one. You know, in that 
movie with Ben Stiller where they say, like, never go full retard. Well, Rose yeah. O'Donnell missed that memo because, yeah, it's just an awful movie. Oh, uh, so rough. Yeah. Andy, Andy McDowell is in that movie. It's just, yeah, bizarre. Anyways, that's probably the movie that I'll be playing when I pass, and it's going to be unfortunate. It was Angelica Houston. Oh, yeah. That, uh, <laughs> if that movie You're... is playing when you pass away, can we say that that movie is what killed you? Yeah, yeah. we'll change it. We'll change it to that. <laughs> it was Natural Causes and definitely this terrible Rosie O'Donnell movie made by the daughter of John Houston. Yeah. No, it's like, ugh. And when I was younger, I think like Ooh. that movie like just came on TV at once, and I watched it all the way through. So I can vouch that the movie is awful. It's just, yeah, it's it's cringe. Anyways, that's horror of a different variety. Yeah. <laughs> um, best line again. This is gonna be really tough because pretty much the whole movie from start to finish is just great lines. Absolutely. But you know. This is the Sophie's choice. We got to make her calls on this one. Uh, I liked one that Steve uh, quoted earlier. Good, bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Yeah, I like that one. Well, even really before that, you're just a little goody two shoes, little goody two shoes, little goody two shoes. Yeah, it's so it's so ridiculous. Like all of it's so hilariously ridiculous. There is a part of me too that wouldn't have been upset if the evil Ash had ended up winning at the end for some mm -hmm. reason. Yeah. I think that also would have been kind of a fun ending. Yeah, 100%. And then uh, we see Evil Ash go back to work at S-Mart. Uh, That'd be I, hilarious. <laughs> I personally love when uh, she says, you found me beautiful once, and Ash says, honey, you got real ugly. Real ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And and just, and uh, I, I mean, we, I think we've brought this up before and we'll bring it up again and again, because whenever Bruce Campbell is brought into the conversation, you have to always admire his reckless um, investment in his characters. Mm -hmm. Like just, he goes for broke and then some. Yeah. And uh, I, it's why I, I'm, it's why he, he's going to be one of my favorites forever. Not, mm -hmm. Not because he's like given like DiCaprio level of performances and stuff, but in his own way, he really fucking is. I mean, yeah, he it's not quite the same as DiCaprio, but I no. also couldn't imagine anyone doing the same job that he has in these movies or mm -hmm. or played this character the same way. Yeah. Like the yeah. Bruce Campbell is these movies, um, and and oh. I enjoyed that they recognized that as well, uh, especially when they were going to when when it came to Fede Alvarez's remake and stuff that they weren't going to they weren't going to try to make another ash character yeah i mean you jane levy is the closest kind of that we get but she's completely different you know what i mean she, she's a different conduit of that and they they recognize just especially how we as the fans feel about ash williams yeah um i was actually Rewatching Media Cop via the uh, Joe Bob episode, and he interviews Bruce Campbell for that movie, and uh, he's talking. He was talking about how, like, way back when he was doing Monster Vision, he went to go interview Bruce, and the joke was is that they were gonna have like a pool full of sexy girls in the background while they were interviewing, and uh, Joe Bob was saying how like the women just constantly were like 
just getting distracted like when's bruce getting here when's bruce getting here i'm like <laughs> man during like the 80s that guy was like a sex symbol like chicks were chicks were digging him so yeah. probably still do honestly i mean i mean he can protect you from evil zombies that come back from the grave that's that's pretty attractive a hundred percent um yeah uh best performance i mean is it anybody else but bruce yeah, bruce he does a dual performance yeah 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 i mean i, mean, I, I like M. Beth devitz a lot yeah um but like there's there's nobody there's nobody else that like i, I mean he's the only one you really remember at the end of the movie although yeah i was watching the credits and i didn't realize bill mosley was in this movie and bridget fonda i believe that's so weird yeah, Bill Mosley played the Dead-Eyed Captain. And I was like, uh, awesome. So. And again, I think that lends to Sam Raimi. Yeah. He's definitely got an appreciation of the genre. I mean, the dude makes a cameo in Maniac Cop. So. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to give it a, um, a secondary award for for uh, best performance just because of his dedication and, and that he's a staple. I adore Ted Raimi, and I always mm-hmm. will. Yeah. I love Ted Raimi, especially I, again just watching Ash versus the Evil Dead. Um, oh, does he pop up in that? Oh, Ted, yeah, Ted, Ted Raimi. Uh, I forget what his name is in it, but he's he's Ash's buddy. He's like uh, Ash's longtime buddy. He gets mm. fucking massacred in episode and in season two, but um, yeah, he's fucking great. I, I love and um, I mean Spider Man. He's he's uh, J. Jonah Jameson's assistant in the, in the Spider Man movies. Um, yeah, I it, Ted and Ted is just an unsung hero in a lot of horror. Um, he better and has multiverse madness. Yeah, and he has a, a glorious death scene in uh, the Clive Barker movie Midnight Meat Train. That's awesome. Yeah, glorious. Like just Google Ted Raimi Midnight Meat Train. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Fucking that amazing. Title alone. Have you have you guys not seen that movie? No. With Vinnie Jones, where he's massacring people on a fucking uh, on on the subway in New York, and it... Bradley Cooper gets wind of this. He's a photographer. Oh my god, we got to put it on the list. All Midnight right. Meat Train. It was made by a Japanese director, I believe, but it's an adaptation of one of Clive Barker's short stories from the Books of Blood. It's going on Just, the list. There we the go. One that's been on my list for like honestly probably for over a decade because i think i remember hearing about it originally on the internet i think there's one specific scene that people are like oh this is super the, like gory and the, or the, fucked the up ted, or something yes the ted Raimi scene it's the, he gets hit in the back of the head with like a, a like a, a meat tenderizer and his eyeballs pop out and fling around oh, wonderful it's fucking amazing it's i'm a really interested because i think it was 07 that that film came out i'm really interested to see how it aged because i haven't really seen it since then so I do own the DVD. It's in my collection. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's see. We got uh, best kill. There's a lot of great kills in this. There are many great kills. Uh, I have a fondness for the car when they put the giant spinning blade on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is one of I, not necessarily a, a super spectacular like focus on the kills with that thing, but I just think the possibilities could be extra bloody if you were killing not bones or not skeletons with it. 
hundred percent. That is great. I do like the what the the scene at the end though, when they're in the S Mart and you think everything's mm-hmm. kind of done. We're 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 slowly winding down, and then boom, it's like no, we're not done yet. Boom! There's a trampoline. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. I love that. I just, I, I just like that. Like you think everything's done, but there's just like one last one to take care of. I don't know. I just, it's, I always kind of enjoy that. But. Mm. And he just unloads into her too at the end, just like yeah. boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I mean, how is it not satisfying to watch him just like yeah. blow her away? It's great. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Steve, what was your favorite kill? Um, I would say the the well demon because it's a really great fight scene and just scene in particular. Mm-hmm. It's very rancor like. Yeah, it does kind of feel like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I do love the the monster jumping to the top of the well and him just blasting it. There is a certain sort of like triumphantness too when yeah. he like attaches the chainsaw and like uh, that whole like oh yeah it's good old the, Ash you're like yeah. getting into it again. The him leaping up to grab the chainsaw and it just clicking in. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's yeah. great stuff. It's 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 cinematic brilliance and especially like this isn't like a hugely like exorbitant budget for this movie but it just it still looks so great. It 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 plays so freaking well i uh, yeah i feel like i'm just like cuddling with this movie in bed right now telling <laughs> sweet nothings but uh i really feel like that about this movie that's funny because like i watched this with my girlfriend and she's never watched like any of the evil dead movies she was like instantly like okay i want to watch the other ones i'm like uh they're not all like this one so yeah no no it's yeah <laughs> but, it's it's a definitely shift into the other movies yeah but I was like, hey, you know what? I, hey, kudos for you having the passion to want to check this out. But I was like, yeah, don't expect them all to be like this one. Uh, well, I no. think it, it's also it depends on what you what what drew you, what you what excited you about Army of Darkness. If it was Bruce Campbell and, and the the and and the Ash character, mm-hmm. then um, Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two, I don't think will be as much of a, a sell, a hard mm-hmm. sell. Yeah, but if it's the fantasy medieval, if it's that that whole aspect to it, then yeah, it's going to be a different shift for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, uh, Taylor, did you say what your favorite kill was? Yeah, I like I like the big car with the blade on it. Oh yes, I also like the I do also like the kill at the end though, specifically because of the whole trampoline bounce that that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the dead eye does it's just it's just good it's just so good um but t- technically didn't necessarily contribute to the kill so <laughs> no. no but i still i think it's allowed i think we're allowed we can put it in <laughs> okay uh dumps decision i mean not reading the necronomicon exactly as it is that was pretty bad yeah <laughs> And doing that, that not scene, w- not once but twice, but I guess that's a very Ash kind of thing, though. It's a, you know, it's a dumb decision, but it's totally in line with who he is. That's yeah, why it's like yeah. I can't fault it too much because, like, that's just how he is, right? Like, 
Well, then it sets off the whole action of the movie of the giant battle with the deadites. So mm-hmm. where where would we be if he had gotten it right, you know? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Any other op- any other opinions for uh, worst uh, decision, dumbest decision? I, yeah, I mean, I, I have to go with the book reading. Yeah. But that's just... That's just his cocky attitude. I mean, he's even repeated it a bunch of times. He's like, yeah, yeah, I got your damn words. <laughs> yeah. Which goes in line with Ash. Like, Again, it's just, that's just who he is. Like That's he, just who he is at his, as core. Yeah. That's kind of what I like about it. It's the dumbest decision, but for him, that's that's just who he is. He just lives yeah. with that, and that's that's quite okay, too. <laughs> just thinking that you can sneeze out a word and that the powers <laughs> that be will just <laughs> accept it. Ugh. I love I Hilarious. love that scene so much. It's so mm-hmm. good. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's time to rate this. Stevie I mean, will go first. I, I'm, you're just I'm gonna... predictable. I'm predictable. Can you guys predict <laughs> what I'm gonna give this out of ten? Uh, I'm gonna I'm I was gonna say at least like eleven or twelve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. Yeah, I, it's a twelve out of ten. I'm actually <laughs> I'm exceeds. going past the this is spinal tap and I'm turning it to twelve. <laughs> this one goes to twelve. I mean that yeah, I mean I'm I I'm not that uh I'm not ready to go that far, but I will give it a nine out of ten. I mean, it is really good. Um I don't even know why I don't give it a ten out of ten. I for me I don't think it's as good as Evil Dead Two. That's why, I guess. But mm. I mean Still, 9 out of 10. If you haven't seen this already, A, st- why are you listening to this? B, stop what you're doing and do it. watch it now. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember. I wish I had maybe quickly re-listened to our Evil Dead uh, episodes to remember what score I gave it. Because I feel like if I could, I would give like Evil Dead uh, a 9 and then this one maybe like an 8. Maybe that's where I'm sitting with it. Okay. Um. But yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily know if I have any good explanation for that. I just. I just know that I. I do. I do tend to prefer the Evil Dead over Army of Darkness, uh, because of my own setting biases. But it's hard because at the same time, it's like I've, I flip flop between. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, this is hard for me, so I'm just gonna <laughs> stick with that <laughs> and not not keep rambling and confusing myself. I mean, still positive. Don't you know? Don't make any, uh, don't go too harsh on us because we don't, if we don't give it a 10, but none of you guys are real fans. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you not give it 10? Out of 10. <laughs> well, and it's hard too because every time I watch one of them, I keep changing my mind. So it's like, how do I, how, I never have a real yeah. answer. I never have a real answer for, for this franchise. Fair. I, I don't know. I, I think in my mind, like, I always prefer Evil Dead 2. So as much as I like this, to me, it's always just slightly below Evil Dead 2. And Evil Dead 2, the more I think about it, I would give that, like, a full 10 out of 10. Like, I don't know if I did give it a 10 out of 10 on the other episode that we did, but it is a 10 out of 10 for me. This is just slightly below it, but I still love it nonetheless. So Yeah, that maybe it makes more sense to do. Because I agree that it's very possible I did also give Evil Dead a 10 out of 10. So that this one be, would be more of a 9. Which is maybe unfair to just base my rating on this one of what I probably rated the other one. But that seems right to me. There's a Letterboxd review from a guy that's a, that's, whose name is number one Gizmo fan. He says, giving this movie less than five stars would be a crime against humanity. I feel like this might be <laughs> Steve in disguise. 
Uh, <laughs> burner accounts. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, Steve, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at the Steve Dead. I think I am the same on Letterboxd as well, uh, which you'll see my reviews for Dog and Uncharted, which are way better than they have any right to be. Yeah. Um, just, I, I don't, yeah, just, I was super, super surprised by both. Uh, the Cursed, which I actually really liked, some Boyd Holbrook, like 19th century France, uh, monster stuff in the woods. Um, what that movie reminded me of is that Guy Pierce movie where they're cannibals or whatever. Oh, Ravenous. Yeah, kind of reminded yes. me of Ravenous a bit. There is a scene in The Curse that I thought was so boldly original, but also very much reminded me of Carpenter's The Thing. Mm, and yep. it came comes out of nowhere. And I was like, holy shit, that was... I'm going to remember that one for a while. That was fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, and Sean Ellis, the guy that directed that movie, um, I have always really liked his stuff ever since I saw ca uh, Cashback. I really liked his his work. Mm -hmm. So it's very cool. Um, it's probably not going to get a lot of attention, though. And uh, I haven't reviewed it yet, but by the time that this is up, people will probably see my review of The Kingsman, which I love these movies, but this movie didn't really do it for me. Um, yeah. And then otherwise, I'm on The Shift with Shane Hewitt on Thursdays at 11 p.m. Pacific time across Canada. And um, my website, stevestebbing.ca. Nice. Taylor, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, mostly on Instagram and Twitch. My username is Um I have been streaming some bookbinding lately, which has been super fun. Um, other than that, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. I have a, a blog, .home .blog. Um I haven't super updated it yet, but if I do anything else project-wise or fun-wise or internet-wise then i usually post about it there so nice uh yeah i'm on twitter film critic kurt um uh, i recently got my uh iron mutant citation from joe bob for watching two of the worst movies ever uh which were things and sledgehammer and they were just i mean it's funny when people say that uncharted and um other movies this week have been bad but i'm like Dude, have you watched movies like Things or Sledgehammer? Like, I mean, I feel like people like watch like five movies a year and they're like, I'm sure it's like the worst movie I've seen. I'm like, do you got to watch like 400 movies a year like Steve and I do? And then you can <laughs> then come to me and tell me a chart it's bad. Um, but no. Uh, I'm also on Letterboxd, uh, Fatal Cola. I think I'm up to date with all of my reviews. I like to imagine so. Uh, yeah, and then uh, you can check me out on threeandgreenerds.com where you might be listening to this. Uh, yeah, and then we also got our regular show where we review everything. Uncharted and uh, Dog and Love is Blind, which I'm absolutely hooked on. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a guilty pleasure that I feel no guilt in watching. So, well, We did talk about train wrecks. <laughs> i mean if you want to talk about horror movie villain shane from love and Bl love is blind is very clearly the villain and um as most people have made the joke online he's probably a serial killer um yeah so with that said we'll see you all next time when we talk about 
the other uh, movie from Sam Raimi that a lot of people love to talk about that's not Evil Dead, Drake Me to Hell. With that said, we'll see you all next time. Bye for now.